0: It's everyone's favorite time of the year, and the golfers are in Augusta, Georgia to compete for the coveted green jacket. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports is putting you in the center of the action by giving you a shot to land in the green. This week, DraftKings is giving you a free shot at the $1 million top prize when you download and sign up using the promo code TBPN. If you haven't tried DraftKings, this is the time. It's easy to play, pick six golfers, stay under the salary cap and submit your lineup before the tournament tees off early Thursday morning, then sit back and follow the action. The more red numbers they have on the leaderboard, the closer you'll be to winning some green. Rack up some points for pars, birdies, finishing position and more. Even though you may not be able to hit the course with the pros, DraftKings is giving you the chance
1: to scratch your competitive itch and reign supreme. Download the DraftKings app now and use code TBPN during sign-up. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at the $1 million top prize. That's code TBPN, and you can get a free shot at the $1 million top prize only at DraftKings. $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. A lot of green in this read for me, Luke.
0: I'm feeling pretty green at this whole ad read thing. <laughs>
1: This is Luke Walton Talks Lakers. I'm Jonathan Gilley, and joining us as always from our studio in Los Angeles, it's Luke, Coach. Walton, what up, Coach? What up, Jake Gill? What's good? Uh, we lost the Clips again today, that's what's that's up.
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was hoping we'd sneak that one out just because they uh, lost the Magic, and I'm like, we're marginally better than the Magic right now.
1: Our newly signed starting center is struggling to put his shoes on right now. That's That's what's up. <laughs>
0: Uh, the luck of the Lakers. I want to thank all of our followers. Please subscribe to the pod on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your pods. And if you're enjoying the pod, please share it with your friends and throw us a comment on iTunes, on the web, you know, Facebook, whatever. Uh, Luke Walton Talks Lakers is also part of the Basketball Podcast Network, TBPN. So be sure to check out the other great shows on the network and check us out as well on social media. You can find those links at lukewaltontalkslakers.com. Thank you, Luke.
1: All right, so let's jump into Inner Out. Uh Luke, yeah. in honor of, of our of our sponsor, uh if we ever win the Masters, we should request a purple jacket instead of a green jacket.
0: Oh yeah, way more swag.
1: Yeah. Maybe gold. Gold would be gold, acceptable. Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't I don't, don't like green. No, no, I mean the yeah,
1: gold jacket think. is what what uh Adam Sandler wins in Happy Gilmore, so that'd be cool. That'd be
0: yeah. The <laughs> gold 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 jacket, purple trim. No green gold. involved. No Celtic screen for the
1: Okay. What about, about some Magic Johnson pinstripes?
0: <laughs> out on the pinstripes. Out. Out. <laughs> some Mamba Some mama snakeskin. Okay, now I'm back. <laughs>
1: um, all right, Luke, this next one is actually not an in or out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you to choose between two things. So the official trailer for Space Jam 2 was mm-hmm. released today. Uh, there are, like, if you want to watch it, uh, LeBron, like, reposted, a hundred times every person who posted it, so just check out his Insta story and you'll, you'll see the trailer like a hundred times. Um, and then he tweeted out the five professional basketball players, aside from himself, that are in this movie. So two of them are women in the WNBA, uh, the great Diana Taurasi, uh, as well as the LA Sparks' own uh, Nika Ungumuke. The remaining three are our very own Anthony Davis, Uh, The Golden State Warriors, Clay Thompson, and the Portland Trail Blazers, Damian Lillard. Uh, Again, two of those people in the WNBA. Anthony Davis is already a Laker. So between Dame and Clay, who would you rather have on this Lakers squad? Assuming that they're both fully healthy and that our our roster is exactly the same, like otherwise the same. So you're not swapping them for anyone.
0: I'm going with the most likable guy in the NBA. Clay Thompson, baby.
1: Yeah, big Smokey. <laughs> um, as much as I, as much as I do believe uh, that that uh, Dame Lillard will be a Laker at some point in his career, I, yeah, I mm. mean, on this team, I think we got to go with Clay. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think he. Just I mean, fits this, well. last last episode we talked about LeBron recruiting Steph, and and that one is legit because he actually has an extension coming up. Mm-hmm. Neither of these guys are free agents until twenty twenty four or twenty twenty five. Long game, um, dude. So this is just entirely silly.
0: Long game. He he wants another um, star with his uh, with his kid with Bronny, Bron, and
1: I, I, maybe Clint this is Thompson. about setting up AD, right? Maybe this is about setting up <laughs> okay, AD, yeah. who's going nice. to be like the 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 crown jewel of the clutch, you know, player yeah. lineup. I like you it. Know? I like it. Um. All right, so look, I'm stealing this one uh, from Laker Nation's own Trevor Lane. He tweeted out something to, the, to this effect: uh, Luke, in or out, uh, the Lakers need to stop passing up good looks for great ones because without Anthony Davis and LeBron James, the great looks just aren't coming.
0: <laughs> it's kind of true. It's kind of true, but I don't know. I I feel like like you know I've been watching March Madness, right? And sometimes teams without a ton of talent are able to run guys out of the gym because the ball moves faster than the defender. And so I I, I'm kind of out on that really, because Mm. great ones can come. If you swing, swing, get a little bit of penetration swing, swing back. Any defense is going to be on its heels. And so like, I hear him, I hear him. Like what he's saying is that the ultimate advantage creators like yeah arguably there's no the more massive week.
1: gravitational force on our on our offense that sucks everyone to one side of the floor how how many of them to that
0: caliber are in the nba like james harden is still at that caliber i mean even some of the other nba uh mvp candidates i don't feel have the kind of gravity that ad and lebron do um and i don't think that's just me being a homer so point taken but i still think that when you're at a talent deficit you need to be at a fundamentals surplus and you know
1: all right, that that's a. I think that's a that's a very fair point. All right, with, with that in mind, I'll, I'll say I'm I'm out on this because I, I nuance out. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, all right, Luke, uh, Andre Drummond, the Mund, yeah. the man himself, <laughs> the big Mund. Uh, his Dre Mund. <laughs> um, it's the worst. Uh, his first game was the biggest first game letdown in recent <laughs> Laker memory. <laughs>
0: well how far do you go back Julius Randle for me yeah
1: so (laughs) I was going to say I'm out on this because of Julius Randle
0: that sucked man (laughs) oh what a brutal first game and then to be to play just enough minutes to be outside of the rookie of the year conversation the following year
1: oh that hurt Um, so no I mean he's getting his recognition now though so yeah breaking your leg and being out for
0: the season and losing a toenail are just in completely different stratospheres
1: but that also makes it like a letdown. Like at least Randall okay. broke his leg.
0: <laughs> right, at least it was like, whoa. You know, Drummond brutal. just like stubbed
1: his toe on Brook Lopez's foot.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Kobe Bryant being out for games because he lost a toenail?
1: No. C- can you imagine what he would be? How he would be in like the the locker room right now with Drum? <laughs> so hey, with it th- with this in mind, in or out. LeBron has zero sympathy for Drummond's yeah. uh podiatric problems.
0: Zero. Dude, I even don't have very much like okay, okay. The the swelling and the bruise, I can understand that. Yeah. Losing a toenail and saying it's uncomfortable. <laughs> like I've lost a toenail and run like I'm I'm not an elite athlete and I've my entire big toenail was ripped off and then you know, I was
1: I was working
0: yeah.
1: l- running Lifting, doing my stuff, man. Not to mention, like, we've talked about this. Look at LeBron's feet. I know, <laughs> yes. I'm sure he's in the locker room just like, I got no sympathy. <laughs> I lose a toenail every week. <clears throat> um, I joked about it, but Vogel yep. did say that, like, that... Drummond is is like literally struggling to put a shoe on right now.
0: Okay, let me let me uh, let me split it up into two camps here. There's the the swelling, inflammation, like oh my god, I almost broke my toe, and then there's the losing the toenail. Losing the toenail inconsequential. The like swelling, inflammation, horribly yeah. bruised toe, different story. Like that sucks. Yes. but that's like yes. a week long injury max of like yeah. a bad stub toe. <laughs> like-
1: yeah, he's 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 I think. They are expecting him back for the next game.
0: Good. I think that yeah. is a reasonable expectation. That is definitely... I was I was not expecting him to miss games, personally. No. I was, I was not either. When I saw him go to the locker room, I like, oh, the dude broke something, whatever, sprained something. He's like, hmm, bruised my toe. <laughs> he just stubbed his toe. I feel bad. I feel bad. But still. <clears throat> he he, des- he deserved to be roasted a little bit. When yeah. You miss, when <laughs> you have guys play also, through crazy injuries and you... Stubby toe. Also,
1: like, okay, I've have, I have two in outs for you, um, okay. Luke. In out, only one of our centers is allowed to wear a t shirt under their jersey at a time. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. I don't it's think 81. a team has ever won a championship with two guys wearing t shirts, <laughs> except for the the Cavs team that wore the t shirt jerseys right. in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my second in out is I'm out on the loose sleeve t shirt.
0: Oh, even worse, way worse. The, it's the so bad. Under Armour thing, whatever. I get it. The loose, that, it, that feels like high school, man. It feels and like I'm, I'm uncomfortable with people seeing my armpit hair.
1: Yeah, and it's like a loose sleeve T-shirt, and then he has a shooting sleeve. Yeah. So it's like the loose fabric over the this the, the spandex. I, yeah, yeah I'm uh, not 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 digging his his uh, his drip on the court.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey man, he just got to L.A. He'll work on it. It took Kuz a minute, and Kuz That's is just fair. Kuz happened to get some tattoos <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> too early on in his career before the drip fully settled in. That's true. That's true. Hey,
1: I'm I gotta say I'm in on uh, bleached Kuz. Yeah, he's yeah. A man starter Kuz. It's a real thing. Yeah, thirty point game against Kings. That was great. Um, all right, <clears throat> Luke in or out? Despite always having a really good excuse, I am sick of losing to the Clippers in the regular season, dude. In, of course. Uh, so I'm sick of frust- it. It's just frustrating. It's frustrating
0: that you, you can't, we can't put periods at the end of these sentences. And well, you know, whatever. Hang your opening night back-to-back victory Right, banner. Easter
1: Sunday championship banner. <laughs> yeah.
0: So ultimately, it's a game's a game in this setting.
1: It still would feel nice. Yeah. It's just
0: like a Celtics regular season game. It's not just like, Celtics regular season game matters way more. But still. It's a bigger game than just a game.
1: Speaking of Celtics regular season game, uh, Luke, in or out, the Lakers either lobbied or paid off some California state health official in order to ensure that the 17th championship banner is raised on April 15th against none other than the Boston Celtics.
0: It can't be a coincidence.
1: It can't. I don't. Anything. I don't think. I don't think it is. I don't I, don't e- either. Th- either this is like the clearest evidence of a higher power <laughs> that, that we have. It is a Lakers fan. Yeah. That's. That's. Yeah. <laughs> that. The, the higher power is a Lakers fan. <laughs> <laughs> Only to embolden yeah. our Lakers except- yeah. exceptionalism yeah. even further. Yeah.
0: That was. That was a great. It was a great basketball. Bo- basketball gods intervening. Yes. Uh, let yes. this be so. I know. It was. It, what timing. It's yeah. Great. Impeccable.
1: It's great. So good. I bet you if if the state had allowed it like one game previously.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, actually, let's see. Uh, well, they one hunt. game previously would have been an away game. But I bet you if it had not lined up that way, they would have held off fans for a game just oh, to yeah. unveil the banner over oh, the yeah. Celtics.
0: Um, I think that think- the Clippers are getting a jump on us, right? Aren't the Clippers having fans? <laughs> I, I, I searched Clippers, fans, and stands, and the first question says, how many fans did the Clippers have? <laughs> That's the Google. Like, <laughs> did you mean to ask? Oh, and the next one is, do the Clippers have fans?
1: <laughs> oh, it turns out Google is also a Laker fan. <laughs> Thanks, Sundar. <laughs> um, hey, this one isn't in here, but um, uh, I don't even know what the in or out is. But like, in or out on like Paul Pierce did not know he was live streaming, whatever no. it was he was
0: doing the other night. When I saw, I, I'm not sure if everybody saw this, but when I saw it, I was like, did he do like a live stream in front of a green screen and then people just drop stuff. Because I just, I saw screen caps before you sent me the actual video. Oh. And I just saw screen caps and I saw like a girl in like a thong, like shaking it out right like behind his shoulder. behind so. him. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's a Photoshop. It's a funny Photoshop. No. And then I saw more of him like smoking a J and all. It's like, yeah. No, oh, these are hilarious. He must have had, and then you sent me the full video. I'm like, no way.
1: <laughs> Did anything happen because of that? I don't, he's, I not He's yet. married, dude. Like. I, yeah, I mean, he's I, also like a national broadcaster for Disney. Dame, although Dame, that never stopped Mark Jackson. So I think it was Dame Lillard, or was it CJ?
0: I think it was Dame. Posted like the top comment on that was like, "Yeah, man, we've all been to Twisties or whatever it was." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, How, I think you. I think you probably meant to do the Close Friends live stream, probably but, something
1: like that. Yeah. The Open dude works for the mouse, though. That's the thing, dude. The, the, uh, I, maybe this is, uh, you know, Bob Chapek has lower standards than, uh, than Bob Iger, but, you know, they're letting Mark Jackson slide by. Now we got Paul Pierce out here live streaming like, is, his, his home strip club. <laughs> is TNT a
0: Disney-owned No, it's channel? Turner. Okay, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I was going to say that um, Charles Barkley... Do you remember when he got the DUI and his excuse to the um, officer was, she's going to give me a blowjob. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, nothing,
1: nothing bad happened to him after that. Yeah, that's amazing. He's being we're... honest. <laughs> uh, All right, let's 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 bring this back back on the rails. Um, it's so Paul Pierce's fault. Just... <laughs> Pierce pooped his pants. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. And this is what this is what uh, Disney gets for for hiring someone who is known to have shit his pants on the job. <laughs> he has a history of this. <laughs> you cannot be surprised. Oh man! All right, Luke. So the team is currently thirty one and 19, one and two since the last time we talked. Uh, two win. L's to the Bucks and the Clippers, and then a win against the Kings. That one was nice and much Shouts needed. Shouts to Luke Walton. Um, we're still the number one defense in the NBA I'm going to keep saying this every chance I get because I don't it's insane understand how uh, this is happening but but it is Um, we're currently fifth in the west Um, both the Lakers uh, and the Nuggets who are currently in fourth seven and a half games back of the Clippers. It's a weird thing. Nuggets are playing right now as we're talking, so I'll check that score in a second. Um, We've played two more games than them, though, so we have a slightly lower winning percentage. So it's this weird thing where we're the same number of games back but have different records. Mm -hmm. Depending on what happens in the Nuggets game, if they win, which they're playing the Magic, so they'll probably win, they'll be a half game up on us. If they lose, we'll actually be a half game up on them, which is cool. We could actually, in the course of a day, go from like fifth to fourth. Hmm. Um, we're only a half game up on the trailblazers who are in sixth mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now, which is a little worrying, um, but we're still three games up on the Mavs in and seven and, and we're like six or seven games up on eighth. So Great. like we talked about fourth to six kind of seems like the, the range will probably land totally. and it at, seems well, like it's holding steady.
0: Yeah, the whole thing is, is to stay out of the play-in or at least close to out of the play-in that a good run at the end of the season by either Braun or AD or both will keep us buoyed above that. Just we're like again going back to um NCAA men's basketball like crazy stuff happens in single elimination series.
1: It's, it's yeah, see that's so UCLA true. game? Oh man. I yeah, I I did. I'm sorry for well, not for you but, but for your for the members <laughs> of your family that are I'm a Trojan that are aligned with the wrong uh LA yeah. College team. Yes. Um, the Magic are actually winning right now. 80 to 75 with three minutes left in the third quarter. So there's a chance right. the Nuggets might drop this one. Right. There's still a lot of time left, but that would be cool. Yeah,
0: that'd be awesome. We'll report um, back. Breaking news.
1: <laughs> um, all right. So, Breaking
0: news. Here's the score of another game.
1: <laughs> here's the score of a game <laughs> recorded last night by the time you're listening to this. <laughs> all right. Breaking. Uh, Luke, I'd like to premiere a new segment, a one-time-only segment. uh, What is that? (laughs) uh, Called Seven Minutes in Heaven with Andre Drummond. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Luke. Yeah. Andre Drummond has only played in one game for us so far. He played Mm -hmm. uh, for 14 minutes against the Milwaukee Bucks uh, the other night. Um, in which uh, Brooke Lopez, as we've joked about, kind of savaged his big toe at some point. I tried to see when it happened, and I couldn't really find it, but I, I, I didn't look that hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's here's kind of the thing. I, I want us to be able to have a real conversation about Andre Drummond, and it, it was a very small sample size, but I just want to be able to talk about what we saw. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's fair to judge him by the post-Smash Toe minutes.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. Okay,
1: that's fair. Right. so... We're only going to look at the first seven minutes of the game that he played. Lucky for us, he was very involved in those seven minutes. Yes, he, was. Uh, he did quite a bit. Uh, he was plus seven in those first seven minutes, and then he was minus 15 in the next seven <laughs> minutes. Um, so I just want us to go back and forth really quick. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll start us off on kind of what he did in those seven minutes, and then, uh, you know, we can kind of talk about what we saw. So, Luke, to start the game off, he lost the tip.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't quite have the bounce um, no. that you know. We've he's got those like. loose sleeves dragging him to <laughs> drag. He's not aerodynamic, man. <laughs> what what, uh, what was Dame Damien Jones? <laughs> I'm sorry, Damien Jones. I already <laughs> forgot your name. <laughs> Damien Jones is aerodynamic because he had the uh, the Under Armour fit. It's
1: true. <laughs> he he it's was true. doing sleeves. He had the tight the, the tight shoulders on. Yeah.
0: All right. So then after that. Um, Mund froze like a statue against Giannis, who easily passed it over to him to a back cutting Drew Holiday. He tried to recover and block it, but he missed the block.
1: Yeah, this one was bad because like Giannis just literally like lasered it right over him, and he didn't even mm-hmm. put a hand up. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. uh In his next uh, next meaningful possession, uh, he missed a wide open lob. It was a really nice pick and roll with Schroeder. I think Schroeder probably threw the ball a little high, in yeah. In, yeah. in Dre's defense. I would
0: I would chalk that up to a timing personnel thing. If that was Damian Jones, maybe he reaches that, but that's not yeah. Drummond's. Yeah. Dr- Drummond can get above the rim, but he's just not a freaky you know jump yeah. out of the gym kind of guy. Um, and then after that, he alters Giannis's shot, and then gets the block on Divincenzo, and I, that was a really awesome moment. Um, it was he was mostly out of position because uh, he got cross mashed in uh, transition against Divincenzo, and um, it was a great it was a great example of his quick footwork and his quick hands. Yeah, you know the, the recovery of- on the
1: second block was really impressive. Exactly, exactly. Um- his next, next meaningful possession, he had a really nice quick read cross-court pass to Kuz, so he got the ball kind of on the elbow in the, in the post, and I was really worried that he was going to back him down, and he lasered it to Kuz. Kuz missed the three, but it was a, the, it was a great read.
0: Impressed by his playmaking abilities, definitely. Yeah. I think that's something of note, um, just across the board toe or not um and then Keith, <laughs> Keith, and drum then miscommunicate on matchups and transition dre ends up uh on the perimeter against holiday who easily drives past him and Dre fouls him
1: yeah um all right next next meaningful possession uh kuz runs a, a nice high pick and roll uh with andre um and then kuz drops it to a trailing andre who hit like a pretty nice floater yep um yep yeah He's
0: his floater looked pretty good. He again, he fifty percent around the room kind of guy. But I think <laughs> when the table's set for him, it's a different different story. Um, then he takes a great charge uh, from Giannis,
1: and like Giannis kind of like hit him and bounced back. Yeah, yeah. So that was nice.
0: He's a big dude, and like we were talking about that on the last pod. But seeing him inserted into that offense, he is a hell of a like eye catcher. Yeah, Like, you, you don't just put Andre Drummond into a lineup and forget that he's out there. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he really impacts everything on the floor, good or bad. He's just I mean, such a center of gravity.
1: We're only halfway through the list of things he did in seven minutes. Seven it minutes. might take us, you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 he was very active. Yeah. Um, then uh, he got the ball in the elbow. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was posted up on Lopez, and he decided to face up and tried to take Brooke off the dribble, finishing with a wild hook shot that missed badly.
0: It's crazy. But then an assist to Schroeder for a three from the free throw line. Yes.
1: Nice. Um, then uh he got dunked on by Giannis, <laughs> who back who had like a nice backup behind him, literally dunked over his back. Yeah, it was pretty savage. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but then an assist to Kuz from the post, following a nice little inbound pass from KCP.
1: Yes. Then he got his uh I believe one and first and only rebound of the game. Um, A defensive rebound after challenging a layup from Middleton.
0: Um, And then uh, faced up on Brooke Lopez, tried to go baseline, and then he kicked out just that clunker of a pass to Schroeder who had to jack up a three as the shot clock expired.
1: Yeah, he was trying to like tiptoe along the baseline. (laughs) And Brooke basically just pushed him out of bounds. I know. Next up, he tried to take Giannis off the dribble from the three-point line and got blocked. Um, there was a lot of time left on the shot clock, like nine or ten seconds, and Schroeder was wide open in the corner.
0: That was such a boneheaded play. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. It's like, oh, Giannis is on me? It's like, dude. Um, and then he, he, then he tried to cross up Brooke Lopez. That was when it got really silly. Those two plays when he's like, it's time to dig you know, get into the yeah. bag. It's time to start <laughs> dancing a little bit. And then he got the ball knocked out mid triple uh, <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yep. And then on the on the next uh, timeout, he came out for Trez, and then that yep. was seven minutes. Toast um, match. Yep. So... Luke, like, okay, we just went over it all. A very active seven minutes for him, uh, yeah. which was which was cool. We actually got it got to see quite a bit from him in there. Overall, what's your assessment? We saw everything we talked about. Like yeah. in such a
0: rapid succession of like, yeah. oh yeah, that guy's is like really quick on defense. He's got really active hands. He does some dumb shit. Oh, he's a so good lobster, <laughs> but he can't jump that high. Like, <laughs> oh, and he did some other dumb shit, and it's like. It's just, uh, he he's another example of those guys. And Dwight Howard was like this last year. I don't want people to forget this. Where it's like, if you need him, you're losing. Yeah. If you don't need him, you might be winning. He's just, and, the, and I feel like Trez sometimes is the same way. That's one of the things that worries me a little bit about this team, but also excites me is we have a lot of those guys. That it's mm. like, like even Schroeder, is if you're saying you have if you have to rely on Schroeder to orchestrate your entire offense you're not a very good team if you don't have to re- rely on him and you have him you're a great team
1: yeah i feel like there's been a little bit of Schroeder hate over over this stretch it's the 20 million dollar a year thing
0: for me at yeah. least that's yeah that's the thing that gets me is a 20 million dollar a year guy uh, there are examples of, like Chris Middleton is exactly this either where it's like with that twenty million dollar a year guy, you expect that that's your third star that they could carry you during a rough patch. Yeah, um, but but then I, I think it's uh, it's also a Lakers thing.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. So I I mean I think you summed it up. I mean my uh, it, the thing that's tough with with Drummond, I, I'm honestly like I'm trying to be fair to the guy. Okay, so yeah, yeah. my. I don't like the Drummond that we saw in the first seven minutes of this game. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be honest mm. because I don't think that the positives, okay, right? Like he had some really nice pick and roll action with guys who he mm-hmm. has no chemistry with, who he's never played with before, right? Right. He and Kuz had some some good stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, he and Schroeder had some good stuff going on. Like there were moments where I was where I was you know pretty happy with him. The de- you know the, the the few things on defense we saw from him, all of that. I think that there were some obvious miscommunication things early on. Mm-hmm. A lot of his kind of bad defensive plays in the first few possessions, like we said, were because of miscommunication. He got cross-matched onto the wrong guy. Um, he and Keith miscommunicated, and, and he just kind of ended up on the, on the perimeter on an island. That stuff I don't think will keep happening once he's had more than one practice with these guys. Um, I'm not so worried about that kind of stuff. The continuing to try and try and take guys off the dribble mm-hmm. is what I don't like especially like a, a defensive player of the year
0: yeah I mean that's it's very low IQ you
1: know like what do you do you think you're you're Kevin Durant right now like what like that's what it seemed like it seemed like in a couple of those possessions even the ones against Brooke I didn't really understand it he had him posted up on yeah. the elbow yeah he's bigger than Brook. I don't understand mm-hmm. why he doesn't muscle past Brook. He mm-hmm. he literally faces up and tries to make a finesse move but doesn't unfortunately have the 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 skill to do it and like ends up kind of looking silly in the process. So, here's my here's my question for you. Okay, it's two parter. Uh the first part is okay. uh and there's always a liability doing this cuz I have to make sure I remember the second one. The first one yeah. is um, <laughs> does he continue to do these kinds of things once one or both of Anthony Davis, LeBron James are back? Yes. Okay. You uh, I, The bad things, like the facing up for, yes. you know, former defensive players of the year or reigning yes. defensive players of the year.
0: I think it's going to take him 10 to 15 games to get out of that mindset. He's had to do that his whole career.
1: Do okay. you think it gets to the point where Vogel like, Benches him when he does that. Yes. Okay.
0: I think that he's going to have to be, yeah, coached, for
1: lack of a better (laughs) word. I mean, of course, that's what you'd say. Um, (laughs) All right. Well, you kind of the only. I mean, the second part of my of my two parter was: is it bad for him to learn these habits now? Because personally, okay, yeah, personally, I think that they are maybe giving him a little more leash right now, just because. Totally. We don't have much. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: and, and also I think that Vogel is the kind of guy that prefers to work on film that he's a part of and be able to show guys in the context of his own offense, in the Lakers yeah. uniform. You see this? Maybe don't do that. You know, I was watching um, uh, backstage Lakers and it was one of the coolest ones I've ever seen because we were inside of a Lakers walkthrough. It was so dope. It was um, oh, cool. before the Pistons game when LeBron got injured. So it was like the first maybe quarter of it was inside of a Lakers walk through with Vogel. And then the rest was all about the injury and all that kind of stuff, which is bummer. But the first quarter was awesome because it was this crazy fly on a wall situation where you see Vogel with his PowerPoints going through <laughs> what what their offense is like the kinds of plays that they run the the types of defenses that you need to be able to do the ways to like go under this screen for this guy go over this screen for this guy ice this screen for this guy all of these sp- particulars and you see like Caruso of all of them, just like teacher's pet, like, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and you, and you zoom around the crowd and people were in like Crocs and loafers and stuff. And then they go and do <laughs> defensive drills and loafers. It's crazy. <laughs> but I think that's the, that's the kind of environment that I think is going to really help drum. so it's a bit of a misnomer. Apparently when you talk about the practices, those are full live practices. They do these walkthroughs all the time, yeah, which yeah. are like PowerPoint presentations, basically by the coaches with, jokes and memes thrown throughout and then very hyper specific defensive assignments and breakdowns of offensive game that they're going against. And that's why they're such a good defensive team is they're like, they're focusing most of their time on defensive walkthroughs against specific Mm -hmm. matchups, even in the regular season. I think that's a really powerful thing for the the off season. I think that's gonna be the biggest thing that can help Drummond to say like, here's specific film. Here's a specific matchup. Yeah. Do you live up to it? And if you don't, you get benched because we got we got Marcus All. We're going to talk about Marcus All soon. We have options, man. He's a genius. Yeah, Marcus All's a genius.
1: I also think what makes sense to me about what you're saying is that I think that the offense um, without Anthony Davis and LeBron James has to change quite a bit. The defense doesn't have to change quite as much. Certainly, not having Anthony Davis anchoring it impacts things. Right? Not having LeBron playing at a high level like impacts things. Yeah. But the fundamentals of it are the same. Like how Vogel wants to play against certain types of players, whether he wants to switch, whether he wants to drop, whether he wants people to, mm-hmm. to, to stay true, like go over, under, all those things. Like I don't think a lot of that changes. And so I think getting those reps with the team will only help. Agreed. Drummond.
0: Agreed. And I think that Vogel cares, or Vog, we, we know this, this isn't even a take. We know that Vogel cares more about that than doing a boneheaded thing on offense. The boneheaded stuff yeah. on offense, I think to Vogel is like, that works itself out. You know, like go get a block. And he did. You know, the and, other, you know.
1: the other bummer about that is, um, I don't know the, I, it's kind of tough. Like, obviously LeBron is, is like the man, right? He's the alpha on the team. Mm-hmm. I think Anthony Davis is probably a very close second at this point, right? There's been a lot of, People saying that AD really stepped up this year in terms of his leadership, and that he still has been on on the bench, yeah, but that in the early part of the season he was challenging guys, he was holding people accountable mm-hmm. in a way that was more so than what he was doing last season. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't really know what the on-court hierarchy is without those two guys. Mm-hmm. Right. Is it Kuz, who's like kind of the longest tenured Laker at this point? Mm-hmm. Is it Schroeder because he's like the de facto Third guy is it Mm. Mark? Because he's the the seasoned vet. Like it's kind of unclear to me who who kind of holds that mantle at the moment. Totally. And so I also don't know who's the guy who, after uh, you know Drummond faces up and then throws a wild hook shot, looks Mm -hmm. at him and goes, "Don't ever do that again." Mm -hmm. Like that's not how we play basketball here. Like like, don't do that. You know, because you know LeBron would. LeBron would get in his face and be like shooter was open in the corner you shouldn't have you shouldn't have done that you know
0: Mm -hmm. i'm just trusting that that's happening in practice i also am trusting that lebron doesn't care that much about that specific moment in the regular season he would if he was playing because i think he would be more competitive just naturally. no that's what i'm saying because he's
1: not on the floor playing yeah but i think that that
0: that moment still is able to come up it just in a less confrontational way which might be better for drummond long term because again We're playing for something else. As long as we're not in those single elimination games, my money's still on the Lakers, man. And I think that Drummond, if he needs to eat this season to feel like he can get his contract and get points and his number and stuff like that, this is the time because he's not going to be allowed to.
1: Yeah, And I think he knows
0: that. I think he knows that. I have one more question for you.
1: Yeah. I have one more question for you on Drummond. There was a quote from Vogel saying we want him to be a Laker for a long time mm-hmm that kind of surprised me mm-hmm. D- does that surprise you hearing vogel say that or do you think it's a throwaway comment or do you think it's sincere oh it's sincere it's sincere. you think so yeah ad loves him
0: that's enough mm. that's enough I mean, it, it's you, you saw what genie posted right the picture of like wasn't it her dad and wilt or kareem i can't remember yeah that's right and then immediately after a picture of her and drummond yeah they're they're trying to woo him long term here interesting and i I think it's because they know that ad is his buddy and i think that they see the promise in a guy that you know
1: is 27
0: He's 27 and could potentially be one of the best backup centers in the league, especially since Trez is probably gone after this
1: season. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I don't know if I love the idea of him being our long term starting, starting center. Starting center that doesn't feel great to me.
0: Yeah, but like Javale was a pretty good long term starting center for the Lakers, and he's a pretty bad center. <laughs> <laughs> and he did some pretty boneheaded hook shots
1: too. He did. Uh, Javale though was more content only playing like You're right. You're right. a few minutes a game. That's true. And he didn't wear loose sleeve T-shirts under his jersey.
0: <laughs> and he was more aerodynamic because of it. Yes. Dude, could, yes. dude can still get up.
1: He he also was the guy who uh, made Caruso start wearing the headband, right? And doing he the, was he doing was a
0: good locker room guy. I do kind of miss Jabeel. I'm not gonna lie. I do. Yeah, I, I miss right. I miss everybody but Danny Green. <laughs> <laughs> Even Bradley um, Beal. <laughs> Bradley Beal. Sorry, sorry, not Bradley Beal. <laughs> no, I mean uh, Bradley
1: Avery. Uh, Avery. Avery. Avery Bradley okay, Beal. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay.
1: okay. <laughs> My bad. Um My badly. Speaking of locker room stuff, we got some quotes from Marcus All.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we did.
1: So I want to read you some of these quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, the tone is going to be very important, though. I'm just. Going would to say you like to? Would you like to do it? Why don't you read
0: them? I could read them in two different ways, and then you could see how different these statements oh, okay. can sound.
1: All right, all right, let's do it. Let's do that.
0: Okay, so in response to Vogel saying that Mark is going to be an important part of the championship run and other generally supportive statements, um, Gasol said, I think there's an asterisk with that. I think that there's an if, if they need you, and it's a big if, and you have to depend... You're not Plan A right now. You're Plan C, D. That's not like like I said. You have to accept it because that's your job. That's what you sign up to do.
1: Okay. Oh, <laughs> or you two.
0: Could, okay. You could say. I think there's an asterisk with that. I think there's an if. If they need you, and that's a big if. And you have to depend. You're not Plan A right now. You're Plan C, D. You know that's not like like I said. You have to accept it because that's your job, and that's what you sign up to do.
1: All right. Now the the problem with this is that. The way he actually said it, because we have the audio, was the first version. I know. I know. <laughs> he did not sound ambivalent about it. He sounded frustrated, understandably, understandably. So here, okay. I just thought they were. I, I,
0: I just thought it was an interesting choice of words because it is. It's very well constructed. Like outside of tone, it's, it's like diplomatic, even.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's fair. So. All right. For starters, uh, I just want to say I don't think he's Plan C or D. I think he's Plan B. It's like Plan A <laughs> is for Andre. Plan B is for Pow's brother, Mark. Okay. Yeah. okay, that's it. Those that's the that's the decision. It's not anything else. And no. and if he is Plan C, it's because A is for Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, yes. You know, B is for Ad's buddy Drummond, mm-hmm. and C is for. The C in Mark's name. C- there you go. <laughs> yeah. Mark with a C. Um. <laughs> here's my question. I think sometimes when uh these kind of statements come out, mm-hmm. they're a little jarring to us because we actually don't get basketball players' honest opinions most of the time. Which is why like those JJ Reddick statements during his podcast were like mind-blowing because it was like, whoa, this dude's being really honest. Yes. So is this like not really that big of a deal and it's just a guy being honest and we're surprised by it because we're not used to hearing players be really honest or is this actually something to worry about?
0: Let's, let's, let's read these next two quotes because I think that that okay. answers the question. I don't think it's something to worry about. I think that it's something that's real and deals with human emotion, but Gasol's a pro. He's also old and recognizes that he's old. And like, that's part of the frustration I think that he's seeing. He's like, dude, I was all NBA. I was defensive player of the year. Am I that now? Clearly I'm
1: not. And that's part of the frustration here. Read them in whichever intonation you prefer. (laughs)
0: Okay, I'll I'll read them in like somewhat neutral (laughs) intonation. It's never easy to accept that, especially when you ask if you've done something wrong, when you try to do everything for the team. You don't care, obviously. It's pretty obvious. I don't care that much about my stats and the shots that I get or the rebounds that I get. I try to box my guy out and make the next play, help everybody out. It's not easy, but it's life. You have to adapt. And like I said either you take it as a challenge or you move on. And that's like, that's exactly what the coach wants to hear. It's like, hell yeah, yeah. you saw, you do the right things. You keep doing the right things. It's, life's not fair. NBA's not fair, but take this as a challenge and get it back. Yeah. And he's, he's going to be important part of this, this championship run, just like uh, Vogel was saying. I, I really believe that still. Um, and then the next uh, quote, when Mark was asked if he wants to remain a Laker through the rest of the season, Great question, by the way, like, especially when a guy's being honest, just go for it. See if he's going to really go for it. And he says, things can change quickly in the NBA, just as they've changed for me, Gasol said, but I'm committed to this team. It's a hard pill to swallow because I know I'm going to be out of the lineup at some point. It's never easy on a player. As a basketball player, you want to play. You want to contribute, especially when you made that commitment for that reason. But we'll see. What he's doing is he's looking at the playoffs. He saw what happened to Javel. He saw what happened to um, Dwight Howard. And there's just not a huge role for big men when you have Anthony Davis that's going to be playing 30, 35 minutes of the five in the playoffs.
1: So do you think that he already kind of knew, like he was resigned to this reality already. It's just happening maybe sooner and in a different way than he was expecting. Well, now I think he was
0: was basically looking at himself saying, okay, I'm going to be maybe playing in the playoff series against Jokic you know, maybe in one or two others, if there's a big man coming off the bench and then maybe I'll play against the Nets with DeAndre Jordan or something. And then Drummond comes in and he kind of takes all of the slots mm. probably, unless they need three point spacing or whatever. So I think what Gasol is seeing his his expectation of being like, maybe I'll play a total of 40 minutes this postseason, but it'll be impactful 40 minutes to maybe I'll pay
1: 10. Yeah. You, know, he's, do you he's he's going really from the Dwight
0: s- to the JaVale.
1: Do you really see Mark being out of the lineup? No. Like in I don't, a consistent way, not just like an occasional random game.
0: I don't. Because I think that especially in the playoffs when we're looking for spacing, I think that Mark fits in better than uh uh Mund alongside side A D in a lot of those situations. Yeah. I think that you put in Mund almost to foul him out, like to foul to let him just like do his thing. Yeah, just it, it, be, the other team. Yeah, be another uh, another punch in in your arsenal. But I don't like. I don't think that means that Gasol is gone because I think that's a really cool, especially with a guy like Jokic. The best way to to mess with him is to put a bunch of different bodies right. on him. Yeah, totally change all up capable. your style on him. Exactly, so like never let him get into that rhythm. So you have a guy like Gasol that he's having to chase, not really chase, but he's having to like deal with on the perimeter. You have a guy like Munn that's bodying him on every rebound. You have a guy like AD that's long and hyper-athletic and understands defense and offense and is able to jump passing lanes, and all that kind of stuff. That's, that's how you beat a guy like Jokic. It's not just like Drummond, you're playing 40 minutes this game you're going to yeah. match him minute for minute, Jokic minutes for minute. That's just, but I think Gasol is just kind of lamenting the fact that he's probably getting cut in half. Whatever he was expecting yeah. for the playoffs is now half of that.
1: I would love to just personally thinking about it. I would love to see him in the, um, not necessarily lined up with, although I'm down for it, mm-hmm. but in the Alex Caruso kind of role in the rotation where mm-hmm. um. He like kind of f- I think AC usually finishes out the first and second quarters and then comes in and plays most of the fourth. I'm not mm-hmm. saying I want Marcus all to play most of the fourth, mm-hmm. but I trust him more than I trust Drummond in Oh yeah. Crucial yeah. moments of the game, especially when Anthony Davis and, and LeBron are out there. He can hit free throws,
0: and he has a really high basketball IQ. He's been there; he's always in the right position, and he's he's still a great perimeter defender. He's not a great and, interior defender, but he's still a great.
1: Performer. Yeah, and he's not going to try to face up on Giannis and no, exactly. cross him over and drive to the basket, like and then get fouled I, and the, then
0: miss both free throws.
1: Yeah, so, like so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the thing that still worries me with him. Is um, you know, we saw I think in Rondo last season. Mm-hmm. What an insanely high IQ basketball player can be in the playoffs. When they know they only have to do it for a certain number of games, they can go mm-hmm. all out. They can use every tactical advantage that they have, right? They can get better every game because they're playing against the same guys. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not saying that, that Drummond isn't a, a high IQ high IQ player or, or isn't a smart guy, but I think it's fair to say that like Rondo, like LeBron, Marcusall is in a different sort of yeah. tier yeah. in terms of high IQ players, right? I think he's certainly amongst the the people, um, the, the smartest kind of basketball minds in the game today, especially mm-hmm. on the, the defensive end and as a passer. Yes. I want as many of those kind of guys on the floor when it matters mm-hmm. as possible. Mm-hmm. And I would rather not have the guy who's 27 and maybe trying to make a name for himself or reestablish his name or get a big contract mm-hmm. in those Moments. That's fair. Is that fair?
0: It is fair. It is fair. And I, but at the same time, maybe what we really need is for that 27 year old to be coached and brought along by the, what is he, 34, 35? Yeah. Least. He's, he's yeah, like, yeah. I think he's a top seven oldest player in the league, Marcus All. He's up Yeah. There. I think, yeah. He's,
1: I can find out his age.
0: So, um, I, I think that what Vogel, I think, is trying to say is like, dude, it doesn't matter if you play if your thirty six insight. It's thirty-six, okay. Yeah. But I, I'm pretty sure he's like up there in turn I think he's top seven. Maybe the seventh oldest in the entire NBA. Um we need a guy like that that can tell Drummond, like, dude, that was dumb. And yeah. to be trusted and and be able to speak in a different language than just a coach. So he he is going to bring incredible value, even if he's not the guy that's gonna get his number called. And he he'll get that it's just it's just tough it's just tough to like settle into that role it's also tough because really what it what it is 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 more than just this season it's more than anything it's more kind of him being like well this is the window closing on me yeah even though i don't want it to for my nba career and that i think that's what sucks but he's still a starting quality caliber center in the nba at his age so yeah, he should feel pride and credit to that, and let's go win a championship. You know that'll make everything feel better. That's what I keep coming back to: is
1: none of that. this will matter if they're raising the trophy at the end of the day.
0: None of it, none of it, and, and everything will matter less when LeBron's playing too, because LeBron, just having him on the team levels all this stuff out, yeah. and I think, yeah. I think everybody's role is going to settle more into place. Things will be f- figured out a lot more when we have the the big guy back out on the court.
1: Agreed. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the next games we have coming up. Let's do it. And that'll finish this off. So um, we have seven games in the next two weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got one Mm back-to-back, and we have two three-and-fours, three games and four nights. Weirdly enough, they overlap, so it's actually four and six. Oh, ouch. (laughs) Dang, Um, that's rough. We finish out our last real long road trip. Uh, uh-huh. And then we we start a nice little homestand. So here's what we have: Tuesday night we're at the Raptors in Tampa mm-hmm. Bay, <laughs> so weird. Uh, Thursday uh, we'd stay in Florida. We're at the Miami Heat. Um, then we go for a little New York. Uh, um, uh, what's it called? Series. Thank you, series. Little New York series. So you're welcome. Then we go to New York. We play uh, the Nets on Saturday. Uh, we play the Knicks on Monday. Uh, and then we go down to Carolina to play the Hornets. Then we're home for Celtics when we raise the banner, holla, uh, yep. and then we're home for the jazz. Interestingly enough, our next game is also against the jazz, but, but that's more than two weeks out. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going there. Um, so again, that's uh, five away games at Raptors, mm-hmm. at heat, at nets, at Knicks, at Hornets, and then two home games at Celtics, at jazz in the next two weeks. So Luke, first question is, and I've asked this before. Do you think we get Anthony Davis back at any point during this stretch? I think we do. I think we do. If he
0: comes back on banner day, that's another like two weeks.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's reasonable. That's what I keep thinking is that they're going to, that they'll bring it back for that Celtics game. That'd be awesome. That'd be oh, so cool. We'll raise, you know, we'll, we'll uncover the banner, get it up, get a dub over the Celtics and that that'll be so awesome. kick us off.
0: That'd be so cool. I really hope that's the case. Um,
1: I'd almost rather that than him come back before then. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: this is tough in terms of, you know, prediction. I feel like uh Raptors Knicks Hornets are the lowest hanging fruit. Especially
1: that. with uh, uh Hayward tweaking his ankle. Yeah, exactly. Hornets he's out for a couple weeks.
0: Well, and um yeah, and LaMelo's out for the season, right? Y- yeah, so. yeah,
1: yes, totally. Yeah. totally.
0: I, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm happy out of all of this if we sneak out with three, which would, which would be rough because that means that we probably fall at least another slot in the standings. So now we're probably sixth.
1: So you're thinking we could get a win against the Raptors potentially. Yeah. I think I could, yeah. The Hornets. Uh-huh. And the Knicks. Potentially. And who else? Knicks. And the Knicks, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go on a limb and say we also get the Celtics assuming yeah. that we get gets back yeah. for that game. That's right. Uh, you don't think we get the Jazz would, in if 80s back? It'd be hard. I think we'll get him on the second night. Okay, yeah. That's my that's my thought. So, that would be four, so we we go 4 and 3 over this stretch. That would be amazing. Oh, that would be I,
0: amazing. I kind of don't we think get,
1: we're going to go 4 and 3, but yeah. but uh if we did, that would put us at uh I
0: don't know if our record or our um, standings would change at all.
1: And 23. That'd be 35 and 23. And just for the record, the Grizzlies are in eighth with 23 losses. So, okay. you know. Yeah. It's, you know, again, we're, 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 okay. The Nuggets won. I actually don't know if they won yet. Let's see. The game's still going on. Um. Oh, one point with four minutes left. So nice. I don't know, we'll see
0: um let's go magic
1: either way what really matters is we're half game up on the blazers we're still three and a half games up on the Mavericks, so we need the mavericks to not win all their games in the next two weeks basically yeah we should be fine mm-hmm. so there you have it
0: yep it's gonna be tough it's gonna be tough it's gonna be a lot less tough with our guys back <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um a lot to watch for and it's going to expose some of our weaknesses and maybe that'll end up leading towards the strength because maybe we'll be able to see some of these get some tape on stuff that Drummond's doing and you know be able to improve on that because again like we're saying he's got pretty incredible strengths how do we just double down on those and uh, strip away some of the lower IQ stuff like not IQ as a person but just basketball yeah. IQ stuff
1: yeah I just really wish that we would have had like you know 20 to 30 minutes of basketball to talk about with yeah, him. As opposed to seven,
0: seven. <laughs> I know it's pretty small sample size.
1: <laughs> I want to thank all of our followers
0: for joining us on this podcast journey. Um, please subscribe to our pod on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, or wherever you get your pods. And check out the other shows on TBPN. Um, and also check us out on social media at Luke Walton, talkslakers.com
1: Um, Luke, if Anthony Davis is healthy enough to go like direct traffic after his security guard got in an accident. I think he's healthy enough to come play basketball for us in a couple weeks. So come on back, AD.
0: I think he's been ready for a while. I think he's just being extra, extra cautious. So, for real, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. We're playing for the postseason, not the
1: the season. Yeah, yeah, like Laker, Laker years of old. (laughs) All right, man. See ya. See ya.